A&E's Leah Remini Scientology and the Aftermath is coming back for season two. And let me tell you, I've met Leah and she is a firecracker. And she is honest and she is brave and she does not give a rat's, you know what? She just tells the truth. You have and, to. and she she's she honestly I'm a huge fan and I will be watching and I will fight for this woman. <laughs> so AUNE's Emmy nominated groundbreaking docu-series Leah Remini Scientology and the Aftermath returns for season two on August fifteenth with ten all new episodes. We all you know, we all wanna know. We all wanna know what goes on behind those Scientology walls. Leah Remini's Scientology and the Aftermath follows Leah Remini along with high-level former Scientology executives and church members as they delve deep into shocking stories of abuse, heartbreak, and harassment experienced by those who have left the church and spoken publicly about their experiences. This is bullying and a whole nother... The fact is, that this is a thing it's a blows cult. my mind. It's yeah. a cult. They it's just so built crazy. a brand new building in Burbank. And Tom Cruise is God. It's oh, crazy. All right, this season, Leah Remini continues her quest to give a voice to victims of the Church of Scientology. The series also explores accounts of former members whose lives have been significantly impacted by the practices of this church. I hate that they call it a church. It's a cult. Let's just call it what it is. Remini is helping people take action, turning survivors into fighters, revealing truths, and seeking justice. Watch the first season of Leah Remini, Scientology and the Aftermath online, on demand, and in the A&E app. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in-thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brandy Glenville Unfiltered. I have a friend here. Yes. Besides you, well, obviously. Yeah, well, of yeah. course. I mean, you, you and I go way back, Mr. Tan. In a past tan. life. <laughs> Who are you, by I'm the way? I'm not that tan. Yeah, you're like dressing better. You're tan. Am I dressing you're better? You're not wearing, wearing your glasses. I realize when I put it on, I'm like, oh, those water spots? No, they're, it's old That's and oil. Stains. No, it's like yeah. oil that once I'm going to throw that, it away right when I get home. Out. No, why? Just wear it when you're like working in the garage. I have enough of those shirts, though, and okay. I don't have a garage. Oh, I have a new true. apartment, though. I moved. Oh, well, you're getting divorced, so it's probably a good idea that you moved. It's correct. <laughs> yes. Somebody had to. Yeah. <laughs> How's that going, the divorce? The big D. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. We're still friendly and That's we so kind of keep in touch a little bit and we're doing this as as people who genuinely care about our each other's well-being. Right. So, we're trying to be a uh, good You think you'll be friends it. forever? I think we'll be fr- I think we'll be I don't know how close we'll be. I can't Like just like, Facebook friends predict maybe. Predict that. But maybe maybe our guest could. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> um yeah, but I, but I, we're both good people, and we both do care about each other, so we don't want to be nasty to each other. Well, no, of course you don't want. I don't think anyone wants yeah. to be nasty. But, but you know, we don't have like kids. Things are a little way. less complicated because you don't have any money. You don't have how many kids. No, we're both broke. That's easy. And we have no children. Right. Yeah. And okay, good. So, so and you guys, and you, you want the figurines? There's nothing to fight over. And the All the comic books and the action figures. Yeah. And then and she'll get are coming with me. She gets furniture. Right. And the dog. Like no, the dog goes with me. He's oh. mine. Oh, you sure? I'm 100% sure. <laughs> that could be a problem. I'm 100% sure. So you know. She, it, it won't be. Okay. We've had oh, the you conversation. Just, you just perked up a little. It got real spicy. No, I'm just saying. It's, it's a, your dog. Yeah. All right. I can't. I just see this being a problem. It's in not. The it was not a point of contention. She, well, she said, right. I want you to take him. I said, okay. okay. Well, let's talk to Tyler Henry about it and see what he thinks because I have a feeling <laughs> your dog is going to be a serious problem for the two of you. Okay. Moving forward. But yeah. listen, I hope it's not. 
Except for the fact that we can talk about it and I could laugh sure. at you. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Anything for you to laugh at my expenses exactly. is great. Yeah. I love that. All right. Well, let's bring Tyler in because he's so cute. And I, I want to hear about him for once. Everyone, He talks to everyone about themselves. Let's right. hear about Tyler because he's a doll and a half and I adore him. All right. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will be back in a minute. Here's the club. Who's joining the club? I'm already in the club. Lifetime movie club. Come on. Do you have a clubhouse? Like I, a treehouse? I don't, but I did when I was little. Can you go up there, you watch your Lifetime movies in well, your treehouse? I, I could if I could get my satellite like in the tree. <laughs> I don't know how that would work out. You could do it. All right. Um, you know what? I'm going to make a clubhouse in my living room. <laughs> the fort? <laughs> yes! Yeah! The fort. Fort. It's, a, it's a lifetime movie fort slash club. <laughs> so if you want to be part of the club, the coolest club in school, I'm talking about the Lifetime Movies Club. You can stream Lifetime Movies commercial free, and a new movie is added every single solitary day. Watch anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Some of my faves to watch right now is the remake of Beaches starring Idina Menzel and Nia Long. It follows two friends through different backgrounds whose friendships span more than 35 years through childhood, love, and even tragedy. Or <laughs> this one creeps I'm me out. I'm get you to watch it. No! Girl in the box! <laughs> girl in the box. Girl in the box. Girl in the box. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's scary. The story takes place in 1977. That Even that year is scary. <laughs> it's it's and, creepy. It's a creepy no, year. No, it's a creepy year. That's when it, Star Wars came out. That's creepy. Oh. A girl is kidnapped and kept in a coffin-sized box. Will she <laughs> ever escape? I can't watch it. I mean, it's my favorite to try not to watch because I, I'm scared, but I'm gonna, I want to watch, but You're I can't. You're going to do it. I don't think I don't want We'll have to talk to the people in the club. This is the ultimate destination for lifetime movie lovers, and right now, listeners of my podcast, Brandy Glenville Unfiltered, can get an exclusive extended one-month free trial by going to lifetimemovieclub.com slash brandy. Get on this right now, start binging the best lifetime movies, and be part of the club. That's lifetimemovieclub.com slash brandy. Hey everybody, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with the Hollywood medium himself, <laughs> Tyler Henry. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so great to see you again. I know. It's I mean it's so funny because I'm not nervous this time seeing you because last time yes. you were reading me and I was a wreck. <laughs> And this time, I'm interviewing you. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I know. It was definitely a different change of scenery last time. I, I cannot imagine. So I was talking to my friends after the fact. I cannot imagine the burden that you have. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. you have a hit show on E. Everyone knows who you are. You're famous worldwide at this point. But do you ever sit down with any, a celebrity or anyone different and you just don't get anything? Usually something will come through. I always say I can't dial direct, so I don't really have any control over who comes through. Right. But something substantial always connects in some capacity. I believe that when I meet the people that I do, I think that they're meant to hear whatever comes out of my mouth. And that might be about people who've passed. That might be about a situation that's going on involving living people. I really never know. So, um, but I believe that whatever comes through has a purpose. Okay. And you're always so positive, and I love that. But yeah. I know there are some crazy people out there that might not be positive in the past, in the dead area. Sure. And how do you keep it so positive? Because is there a way that 
maybe sometimes you're like, oh, shit, I got to say this, but I don't know how to say it. Right. Well, yeah, it's really one of those situations where I view my job as a bit like a mailman. I just deliver the message. I'm not in control of writing the letters. Right. So it's like, don't but shoot don't the messenger. Shoot right, exactly. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> but I do believe that when we transition, even the most difficult or negative of people go through a process of understanding their lives, their actions, their impact in a way that we often don't in life. And so they come through oftentimes with these revelations about what they did to others um, or about uh, what was done to them. And they come through wanting to deliver these messages so that their loved ones can heal because they have had a sense of healing, I believe, on the other side in coming to these understandings. So that's really why it's positive. It's because they've taken these negative things and understood them. Right. But do you ever get, like, maybe a message that you're like, oh, hell no, I'm not I'm not giving that message up. You know? Come on. Typically not. Not Ugh. really. I usually, I believe, honestly, that if I'm being told something like a mailman, I have to deliver it. And there's okay. times we've talked about paternity issues to alcoholism to a whole lot on the show. Oh, I remember the alcoholism kid. Yeah. He was so cute. Wait, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was watching. Watching his yep. blue eyes and the perfect teeth, I couldn't I, concentrate. I know. I was like, "You're stupidly hot," and like, I feel sorry for your grandpa and stuff. But yep. like, <laughs> he's single. Yeah. Oh my god. No. And then funny. I saw him on like the Daily Pop, and I was like, "Wait, he's just as pretty." It's. Yep. It was almost. He's almost too pretty. It's. It's it was, it was distracting. Yes. Like he needs to go and like get some yellow teeth or something. Exactly. Something what was his happened. name? I um, well, I think we're talking about Nico Tortorella. It has to be. It has yeah. To be, yeah. Like the... Because I was just like Mr. Dreamy. Mesmerized. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy. I don't think he goes to my church, unfortunately, and I'm old, but oh. I still think that he he was just beautiful. He was. Um, do you get any celebrities or or that are just assholes? <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, you do. We're not naming names. I personally would name names, but I know right. you're nicer than me. So yeah. Tell me, like, there, has there ever been anyone like, come on, this you isn't know, real, or are you... I think, I mean, there's definitely been people who've gone into the experience not expecting it to be real. There's right. been people who are like, all right, there's no way this could is possibly possible. I'm going to go and see and check it out. And then people have left with, like, mind-blowing experiences. Uh, Jaleel White this season, Dr. Drew. I mean, all these people went into these experiences not, not expecting thinking. to have not something really. happen. And they did. So, you know, really everyone's been pretty receptive. Even the most skeptical of people have been down to at least hear what I have to say. Right. So that's all I ask. Just be open to hearing what I have to say. <laughs> I just feel like there's always going to be that. Like they, there's, um, well, there's always people out there that are going to be skeptics no sure. matter what. Like for me, I knew, I know, I knew going in, yeah. there is another side. I mean, it would be ridiculous for me to think that there wasn't. Sure. I don't know that I needed confirmation of it. Right. Because once I got it. I was a fucking wreck for like three weeks. I had to get like a double thing of Xanax in right. my purse. I couldn't, I couldn't leave without it. Yeah. But I feel like I'm glad now. I've calmed down and I'm like at yeah. peace with it all. But I felt like, oh my god, why did I? Why did I want to know this? Why did I want to know this? Sure. But and then there's a sense of like peace a couple weeks after. Like, yes. okay, you know what? They're not here to hurt me. Right. And they're just, you know, everything happens for a reason. Exactly. And but no, you have such a sense of calmness and maturity, and you're a kid. How old are you? Well, I'm 21, and thank you. You're a baby. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah, I feel feel young. <laughs> you are. I mean, have you had your first drink? Let's be honest. Uh, you know, I did in Australia legally. Oh, I love Australians. Sure they know how to drink. They, they sure do. do. <laughs> I took like a little bit of a sip of champagne. I was out. I was like collapsed on the bed. <laughs> I was done. So that was the extent of my experience. I would think that that might be helpful, like if because you know, I you and I talked about mm -hmm. you always have people coming. 
can. And like if you go to a big city like New York, you can't because there's all of these big tall buildings and voices constantly coming at you. Sure. Have some drinks and check oh. out. Oh, well, it might be different. <laughs> there's, that would be interesting. I think alcohol could probably have an, an effect on my ability. And uh, but I mean, just for the moment, let's yeah. say you want to go out with some friends and not right. be listening to everyone and having everyone come up to you and say, hey, yep. uh, like – uh, can you tell me about my dead dog or my exactly. aunt? Or, I mean, that I'd be like, you know what? I could <laughs> if I wasn't drinking because when I drink, my abilities go away. Right. It would turn to an episode of Beverly Hills Housewives <laughs> with the yeah. e-cigarette and the right. – yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you're 100% right. Right. So but, you don't I want mean, that. No, but <laughs> I think that it could be – give you like a sense of freedom. I know you said you really right. only have that when you're at the ocean or near yeah. the sea and there's not a lot of noise. It's true. I mean, that's a huge burden for a young yeah. person. It can be. But, you know, I, I view it as so gratifying in every way that though there are so many unique aspects to how it's changed my life, in the unique aspects that it's changed my life in a positive way, like, it's incredible. Right. It, the it's takeaways so are better. more yeah. positive than negative, so you just have to, like, right. kind of go with it. And are you rich now? Because it seems oh, like you I, should I be. Oh, I wish. I wish. Oh. But, you know, I, I really am very thankful I've been able to have a good career, and hopefully it'll continue, so... Well, That's I mean, awesome. I don't see it going anywhere. Thank you have you. a long a life. To, well, like, I guess, would you know if yeah. you have a long you life know, I, ahead of you? I may not. I, I oftentimes don't, um, you know, pick up on even things that involve me. There have been instances in the past where I've gotten, like, medical intuition feelings. I knew right. that I was going to have a brain cyst and brain swelling when I was 18. And I had, like, emergency surgery and all of that. You knew but, that that happened? I did not yeah. know that happened so to you. So that was a whole thing, yeah. When I was very young, I basically knew that I was going to undergo brain surgery. And three weeks before I went into this, like, emergency surgery, I told my mom that I thought my brain was swelling and I ended up being diagnosed with hydrocephalus. It was, like, a total freak thing. I was born with this cyst and went into surgery and was fine. But that was an instance in which I saw something about my own future. But it's usually mostly on health-related matters. Wow. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's intense. Yeah. I mean, I always think there's something wrong with me. I'm like, oh, God, i got to go to the doctor, get my doctor. Like, right. you're a little bit of a hypochondriac. You can go home now. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, I was driving in the car with my mom, and I was like, Mom, I think my brain's swelling. And I think she just kind of assumed like, I was oh, being okay, a bit honey. overreactive, you right. know? which I think any parent would, even though you know, it was a medium. But did she know at that time that you were – She did. Okay. But, and so after that experience, she was like, okay, note to self. I'm going to take you never seriously. never going to you ever again. <laughs> wow. So now do you, you, do you get to travel much? I mean – I do. And a lot for the show. I've gone to Nashville. I go to Australia. Australia uh, was London. for the show? Uh, well, actually, that was just for promoting the show. Oh, so, yeah, wow. it's done well in other countries. Yeah, really I tell you, world, you're a worldwide phenomenon. Oh, you're so sweet. No, <laughs> I'm not that nice, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I have my moments. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. Here are my favorite people. The writer dies, the true car peeps. There's something about my true car people that you don't know. Using true car can also help you buy a used car. Yes, new or used. <laughs> In fact, there are over 700,000 pre-owned vehicles available from True Car certified dealers nationwide. So whether you're looking to buy a new car or a used car, and there's nothing wrong with getting a used car. I, I've, I've, I, you, my will. I interrupted you mid-ad read. Yeah, you got excited. I have a used car. I bought a used car. From True Car? No. Well, that's your own fault. But I purchased a used car. Well, that's then you should have went through two cars. So now you don't. Now you probably got, I got a really swindled. bad price. Yeah, I overpaid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to go through my dealership. This it's a network of really crazy I people knew. that help you. The guy was shysty. Yep. Yeah. Well. Now you don't have to deal with shysty people. You just have to go through TrueCar. So whether you're looking to buy a new or used car like Will, you can get upfront pricing information that empowers discounts off the list price for used cars and a better buying experience through our TrueCar certified dealer network that Will did not use. 
There are over 700,000 pre-owned vehicles available from True Car certified dealers nationwide. As I said, you will see what other people paid for the car that you want so that you know what a fair price is and feel confident that you're not getting swindled like Will did. <laughs> I'm never going to live this down now. I know. It's true. You really, it's a true car. It's yeah. true. True car. It's true. Works. Yes. And you need to go through that, my, my, like that little network of my people. Right. Yeah. So with TrueCar, you can connect with local certified dealers of your choosing so you can enjoy a quick, easy car buying experience. Using TrueCar, you can easily find the new or used car that you want. So when you're ready to buy a car, new or used, just visit. It's this easy, Will. Visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states, but they're available here okay. in California. Next time I buy a used car. Okay. We're doing TrueCar. Me too. Now, as far as having a close night, like tight group of friends around mm-hmm. you, is that possible at all for you? It is. You know, I find a lot of my work relationships really kind of dictate my life. I, I work so much that it is kind of difficult sometimes to have a social life. Yeah, I can I find imagine. I'm spending so much time connecting in my professional life that when I'm not working, I kind of prefer to just come home and spend Chill. time alone. Or I, with I would, that's that what I would to. probably be like, a, yeah. like all these voices, the ones right in front of you and then the mm-hmm. ones on the other side. I think I would need yeah. – I know I would need to shut down. Right. I mean I was doing a, a television show just recently with yeah. in a house with a bunch of other people and I couldn't find a room. I was looking for a room because I like my alone quiet sure. time. I couldn't find a place to sit and have it yeah. and I was going batshit crazy. Right. It really takes a toll. It's like it – it's frustrating. And yeah. every room you walk into, someone's having conflict and I'm like, this is housewives again. <laughs> oh, I can't do this. I was like, I need to find alone space. I oh. have to. I would hide in the bathroom and they right. have to come find me. And like I'm not going back out there. I'm like I'm not doing it. That's their problem, not mine. But I mean, for you, I just I couldn't imagine. And then the friends you do have, probably yeah. I don't know. Have you like known them for a while, or is it it, helps? It's just my best friend I've known since high school. So like you know, yeah. He ended up moving to LA. I came from we both came from a really small town, and so uh, he's been you know my best friend for a long time. And it's really helped to have people I think in my life, like my mom, like my best friend, um, that have been there since the beginning. Right. Because I understand you. Yes. And in such a unfamiliar place like Hollywood, they're really like reminders and semblances of home. And I think yeah. that that's important to kind of have that grounding touchstone to always be able to go back to. So. Now, last time I talked to you, you were still living where your mom was in a small town. Mm-hmm. Are uh, you, yeah. But you're here now? Right. So I moved to Malibu. And oh, I actually, just there all yes, weekend. And I moved her in with me. So, oh, yeah. your mommy? I sure so did. Cute. And my dad. Yeah, I moved oh. him. <laughs> him too. I mean, I get it because they're the ones that know you and understand you and you can talk to and don't have to worry about and there's no stress right it's not like hey tyler what's going on with this i mean i would go i thought about you driving here i'm like this poor guy like i would go insane but you're at the beach now your happy place yeah i'm really thankful and are you loving it it's the best i just get to do all my work in the valley and then i get for those that don't know the geography of Southern California, I'll work in the valley, and then I just come home and commute about 45 minutes to the middle of nowhere, and it's yeah. just the best way to just relax. The commute is hot. Let's be there, honestly. But see, that's the thing. I don't drive it. Oh, your so mom does, right? That's the thing. That's, I, oh, I've got a good gig going there because I get chauffeured around. I get to just relax, unwind. And, yeah. We yeah. Li- I live in the valley with my two boys, yeah. and my boyfriend has a house in Malibu, so we were out there all weekend. Right. But it only took us two hours to get there. I mean, it's not that far, but yeah. we're, I was just like – Everyone needs to go home. It's a trek. Yeah. It was. But we, I mean, it's so worth it because just to 
I mean, there was a bunch of surfers, and they're not bad to look at. <laughs> those but are, those I have a boyfriend. I was just like, we're allowed to look. <laughs> yes. But I was just like, oh, this is very peaceful compared to my two yapping dogs right. and my children who were at their dad. So it's not like I just ditched the kids. Right. He's looking at my producer's like, yeah, you suck. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. But now, as far as like the pressure, mm-hmm. and not only do you have to talk to people and, and have somebody come in. You have to keep up appearances and you have to be entertaining. Like it can't be boring. Right. And sometimes I know that you're sitting there scribbling and they're like, okay, make sure you're not, not talking. Right. Right. They want, they want somebody talking because you need to like check out. But I mean, I, I think I would have to have Luzanne. Well, I do have to have (laughs) Xanax with me at all times anyway, but I don't know how you do it. It really is a challenge. I mean, a big part of doing a reading is putting expectation to the side because I have to be a clear vessel for information to flow. Right, but I you also have, have a, to be right. entertaining because exactly. you're on TV. Absolutely. So being able to navigate those, like that juxtaposition is really challenging. And when I sit down with the clients, why I scribble, yeah. it's almost like my way of saying, all right, I'm not going to focus gonna on anything. I'm going to check out for a second. Exactly. I'm not going to focus on the client's expectation, producer's expectation, anybody's expectation. I'm just going to communicate what I'm seeing, hearing, and feeling. And if it's entertaining, great. If, if it's not, big deal. You yeah, know, they'll my, fix it. They'll right. put some music in, some lighting. <laughs> they'll go back and forth. And I will say the people yeah. that, that you work with, they all loved you. Oh, and so that's thankful. that's a huge thing because yeah. sometimes you're like the, the crew, you're, they're like, he's an asshole. Right, you know? right, right, right. But they are all very protective of you. Yes. And I know my friend Rachel, you met with her after the fact, but she was there and she wanted to meet you so desperately because her dogs had passed. Right. One of her dogs and now both of the dogs. And I, I hear that you've met with her now. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so I'm so, so glad I got the opportunity to do that. And yeah. It can sometimes be helpful when clients bring loved ones to watch in the back, but sometimes it can actually be difficult. Sometimes right. the reading will take a, a turn to those people. Other times it can be a interesting thing yeah so, no she was yeah. just like please 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 i'm like well i don't know if you're not allowed to bring anyone or not i know my family's going but okay yeah. and then she was very upset but i'm so glad that you got to yes. meet with her because she's a doll and these dogs were her life like Absolutely. her children for so, sure and and now she's got other stuff going on but I mean, she was so she's like how do i get in touch with them i'm like i Aww. don't know <laughs> yeah, i'm so happy we got to do it. oh i'm glad <laughs> too now i know we're, we're not talking love life because we can't <laughs> but let's talk do you see yourself living with your parents for a long, long, long so, yeah. time? We can talk about love life. So okay. I, the situation is, is that I have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so I, this boyfriend started off as a client. And he's my age. He's a photographer. And we have a really, really close relationship. So he moved in. We lived together. And I moved my mom and my dad both in with me. Oh, my okay. mom helps cook and clean. My dad helps do the yard work. Nice. Uh, so everybody kind of has their own role. Their role. Yeah. Right. So we are all really like a really tight-knit, happy family. Oh, my parents cute. have such a great relationship with my boyfriend. It's like it's – like, they treat him like one of their right. own. Too bad it's not like Mr. Sparkles with the blue right. eyes and the teeth. I know, right? I'm gonna I, was, I was like, <laughs> Nico. Because oh, he definitely does not go to my church. I'm pretty sure he goes to yours. And I was just like, That's holy hilarious. heck. So, yeah. But, well, living in L.A., right. all the cute boys are gay. Yeah. Every single one. All my guy friends are hot, and they don't go to my church. And all my straight guy friends could really work out. He's straight. Well, you're getting better. My my producer's getting better now that he's getting a divorce. He's a stud. Yeah, I don't know well, what he's cute about. What's now, going on? Well, he started he's, to like get tan and dress better because he's getting divorced. He's so. fabulous. Yeah, he's cute-ish. Don't let it go to his head. <laughs> But do a lot of people know? I I've, I've kind of I always know because I have my gaydar and it is what it is. But right. do a lot of people wonder if you're straight or gay? <laughs> Girl, please, I honey. Know, I don't. It, it doesn't take a psychic. I know. I know that. But a lot, a lot of people ask yeah, me, and I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's good. But 
No, so how long have you been with your boyfriend? Uh, we've been about eight months now, so yeah. Oh, and you guys are already living together? Yeah, we had a pretty close. We were friends for years before, so. You know that I'm an ordained ordained minister? Are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, in my. Case. Uh-oh, well, in I know who I'm calling in about maybe a right? decade and a half. Really? You <laughs> would like... wait that long, huh? <laughs> Don't do it. Marriage is, yes. I'm just saying, marriage is an uh, old-fashioned idea. Right. And a lifelong commitment. Even if you get a divorce, it's in your life forever, Well, Absolutely. No, I'm no hurry in that direction. No. I think uh, if someone truly loves you, they'll, they'll wait around long enough to do that. Right. So, yeah. And and the truth is we're yeah. constantly changing and we're not the same people today. Yes, exactly. And that we're going to be in 10 years. And maybe we're not going to be in love with the other yes. person and they're going to change too. Right. You just and never know. I know. So, it's yeah. true. But what kids. about kitty cats? Kitty cats. Oh, you know, I did have a – I had a cat. No, with like kids, like actual oh. kids. I call oh, my, my kids look at that. That's cats. hilarious. I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about my felines. <laughs> kids would be interesting. I feel like I would be real curious if I had a biological child, if that child would develop a psychic ability themselves. Yeah. Like I've always wondered, are they going to have like the gene? But <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's true. Yeah. If, you, if you think about like X-Men and all that stuff. Right, right, right. No. It is. A, it's, such a, it's a superpower, you honestly. Yeah. I mean, for me, I've not found anyone in my family immediately that has this ability. So it might not be inherited because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I inherited it from anyone. So. Who knows? I but we'll know. see. Maybe. Now, I told everyone here, I'm like, don't ask him any questions. Yeah. I said, don't please don't talk to him about <laughs> anything about death or dead people. But my question for you is like, like I asked you something mm-hmm. like, oh, do you see me finding love? Like when people ask you about the future, yeah. are you, do you say, listen, I don't predict the future. Like, come on. Well, I always tell people, you know, in, in, when it comes to future advice, I believe that in life we head down certain trajectories, certain paths. And I think that an intuitive person can look at you in the present moment and say, hey, based on the path that you're going down, this, is this, this, and this are what you're going to pass down if you keep going down this path. It's right. like little landmarks. <laughs> right. Got but it. Those paths can change. You could change the direction you're going to go. You could change your destination. That's kind of up to you to some extent. But when it comes to love life, for example, you can sometimes get indicators of like, hey, this is an individual. This is maybe an occupation of what they could do. I think in life we have lots of different potential compatible people that we okay. could be with. We don't have yeah, one soulmate, I, I, I right? I totally agree we with you. We have so many people that we could be compatible with. So when I focus on someone's love life and I tell them like, hey, based on the trajectory you're going on, you might meet a gym and he might be an engineer and he's going to be an option. But he could be one of many. Right, and it's because... sometimes just having that heads up of like, oh, okay, this is someone to keep in mind. That gives someone a little bit more confidence in their love life, a little bit more confidence moving forward. But I never want to limit a person's options by saying right. this is your No, future. of course. And I, I was yeah. wondering that. I'm like, how – like right. he, he talks to the other side. How is he going to know right. what is going on You know, with yeah. what I'm going to do in five years of my love life? It's, exactly. I, I feel like there's so much expectation put on you. Yes. And – it's not fair, really, but that's right. – but, I mean, listen, the good outweighs the bad. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Now, do you yeah. – what is your – because you seem so together and you're so oh, young. You're sweet. No, no. I, what is your biggest insecurity? You know? Do you think that you might lose this ability ever? I feel like – hmm. You know, that's actually something I don't worry about. If I did, mm-hmm. I, I would probably get a career in motivational speaking. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know? I can see that because you have that voice. Yeah, because then Tony I would – Tony Jr. And I would have all those experiences in medium previously right. to be able to, like, speak on. So I'm not worried about if it were to ever go away. My biggest insecurity, I'd say probably one-on-one conversations. I'm, I'm really? good in, in – I can sit and stand in front of a crowd of 500 people and do a lecture and be – fine but the second i have to talk to someone one-on-one a little social anxiety yeah i get social anxiety so i'm very shy and i wow. think people might find that surprising no no I, yeah. I i kind of got that when i met you the first time yeah but we did have a crew around us and it, there was this little safety net but right. i could tell you were nervous i mean just i mean obviously because sure. of the fact that you have to now 
with everyone, mm-hmm. produce something and, right. and have something to talk about. Exactly. And that in itself, like, I was sweating for you <laughs> and I wore the wrong dress and we were in front of a fireplace. Between the two of us, we were, like, dripping sweat. Was I was hilarious. like, okay, this is going to be a hot look. They're going to have to do some major TV magic for you us. You looked great. Oh, great. Thanks. I didn't. And we we would have if they turned the damn fire down. Next time. We'll do a <laughs> follow-up and we'll be like, we're doing it in the Arctic. <laughs> exactly. We'll have our little Eskimo things going on. Exactly. So, insecurity-wise, you don't really have... Just, yeah. just just the one-on-ones. Pretty much. I just say social anxiety yeah. is probably my biggest insecurity. Well, I mean, I used to have that. And now yeah. look at me. I'm an asshole. And I talk to no. anyone that will talk to me. <laughs> it's true. I, I think with practice, it gets easier. The more you, you get yeah. comfortable you know, around people, the easier it gets. I'm no. still learning. I'm only 21. So. You're off. Don't remind me. I already feel like I, I could honestly be your mom, which no. I don't It could be want. my sister. Okay. That, Big sister. Because yes. that just makes me feel horribly no. old. I don't like it. <laughs> so now I'm not going to ask you where in Malibu you live. But yeah. are you finding it to be? I feel like it's a little town with rich people. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like when I'm there. Yeah. Like everyone's super normal, but their flip flops cost two thousand dollars. Right, it's a lot <laughs> of senior citizens. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, okay, all right. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of money these people have in their like total granola. Right. And I like it, but I also like my makeup and my heels and yeah. all that good fun stuff. But I don't think I could personally live in Malibu, but I also don't need the the. And the, right. the to stop the chaos. For sure. Um, what's your schedule like for the e show? Uh, well, typically in a week we'll film about four to five readings. So it, it can be just because readings, as you saw, can sometimes go for two hours. I think the longest we did was like six hours, four to six hours. Um, wow. So it can really vary, and that can be a little draining. But for the most part, it actually is nice to get a momentum going. I find the hardest reading to do is always the first reading of the week. Like when you when you have a break yes. and you have to get back into it. Right. So once I do the first one, second one, third one, I'm ready to do about 20 million more. But it's just getting back into it right. after having done it for a while can be a little nerve-wracking. Now, does your boyfriend travel with you? He does. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's so you guys can kind of travel the world together. Right. And we have. Yeah. Oh, that's Thankful. amazing. Yeah. I'm a little jealous. I I'm, I'm, give me some power so <laughs> I can travel around. With my boyfriend, that would be awesome. Come like, great. I would love to. Do you go? So, did you guys, besides the little sip of champagne, did yeah. you do any partying in Australia? Because that's None. that's my place. You know, I'd love to. Go. Australia is one of my favorite places in the whole world. Amazing people. It's Everyone's happy. So clean. Everyone's they're attractive. Like, yes, and they're like positive and funny. And yes. they all like start drinking at two p.m. Yes, it's just it's, it's day drinking, and they make me feel like I don't drink that much. I'm like, oh, this right. is great. <laughs> it's amazing here, and all the guys yes. are ridiculous. They have like the man bun. They're so hot right. it's re- like everywhere you go yes, it's like fabio exactly like i was like oh well hair. i wouldn't say fabio that's true he's a little older <laughs> <Yeah>. now, but. <laughs> but like like the liam brothers the hemsworths i yes. was like okay one two my i went with my married girlfriend for i took her for her birthday yep. and at the time i had a boyfriend so i had to behave but it was very difficult i won't tell you <laughs> i was like but i didn't uh, this is like the best kept secret no one told me everyone was hot here and yeah no one wears a shirt ever it's because they're so far away it's like it's like the world's best kept secret it it's really is now old... now we've blown in i was gonna go there and get all the hot guys I'll, we'll go to new zealand they have some i've heard that too and they have good wine they do. i'll introduce you to a little wine a lot of sheep fine. there too all right <laughs> yes <laughs> well, we don't need any more followers i'm kidding that's not a word i'm joking um so you're on basically every month. There's like yeah. – it's a new like little season. I, right. I mean it's like nonstop. So yeah, we are in our second season now and um, basically, yeah, we, we run once a week every how Wednesday. Many, how many episodes you know, per season? I don't know exactly how many. I think we had 22 
Um, so That's it was a, lot. a it was a pretty big pickup, but yeah, usually an episode will have three to four people per per episode. Wow, yeah. and that's crazy because generally, like for a mm-hmm. show, they will do eight episodes, right? And to have twenty two, where you're having multiple people, you need to get a raise. Is what I'm, trying, <laughs> is what so I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> it it just ask for more money because what are they going to say? No, and they're like, okay, find somebody that does what I do oh, and looks like me. I'm so thankful. You're, I'm no, so you're thankful. an anomaly. So you need to get some more cash. You're precious. Oh, that's oh, so sweet. I love that's, it. <laughs> No, but I'm being serious. Well, you got to know your worth, kid. Oh, yeah. Don't look back in 10 years and be like, I should have listened to that chick. <laughs> I no. love it. No, I appreciate it. All right. So what, like, so this is, this is your life. This is what you're going to be mm-hmm. doing. And you're going to, are you, you're doing motivational speeching? So speeching. Actually, speeching. speeching. Good old speeching. <laughs> that good old speeching you yep. do. Well, I actually have been doing some recent, recent speaking engagements. Uh, one was recently in Connecticut. And it was basically an hour long discussion about how the dead can teach us about what it means to be alive. And basically the idea that you know, these people live 60, 70, 80 years. They have these revelations about their lives that they can really teach us about how to embrace our lives in the here and the now by being present, by being forgiving, by being compassionate. So that's been a really interesting kind of direction my career has gone in, in lectures and talking to people. Even outside of readings, I think that uh, there's still a lot of comfort that can be given by kind of helping use examples from previous readings and, and really give Yeah, that just that freaked me out a little. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm very sensitive. I'm a sensitive little soul over yeah. here. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. And our episode is going to be August something. They told me. Uh, August 13th. Okay, great. And this episode for this podcast will be out. On the 11th. Oh, perfect. August 11th. Listen to this podcast and then see what we're talking about on E! Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium, August 13th. Uh, it, we had some amazing moments, and yes. it was so amazing. And my family cannot wait to watch oh, it. Oh, I can't well. wait. Tell them hello for me. I'll, right. I'll reach out to you on Twitter when they Yes, there, please so. do. And <laughs> also, um, well, I'll be I'll, – I won't be in the country, and oh, I won't no be able to talk to you. All good. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I'll tell you in a minute why it's not going to be good. Oh, all good. Um, but that said, yeah. um, I want to meet your little boyfriend. Oh, yes, absolutely. So if you guys are, like, we're, we, uh, yes. my boyfriend has a place in Malibu, so if nice. we'll get in touch and yes. we'll not talk about dead people. I we'll love just do it. other things. Exactly. Sounds good. A little good. champagne. Just a little. <laughs> yes. Champagne little and Malibu. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Tyler. Thank You're you. a doll. Oh, likewise. Can't wait to come back. <laughs> Me too. Well, that was amazing. And I didn't bring my Xanax, even though I said I did. I have Valium with me today. Ah, so, okay. Um, <laughs> you don't re- have a strong desire to throw up in the trash can. No, no. I'm re. Um, my doctor's changing a few things okay. to see if I can just be a little bit less anxiety ridden on a different medication where I'm not so. If I take one, like I can't go out if I take one. Like I'm like right. out. You're done. It's not good. And yes. mine are not even exciting. Like they're little baby ones. So, okay. Just trying to get to a level of medication yeah. <laughs> where I can function. Have you without... tried med- meditation instead I, of medication? You know what? I have okay. tried meditation and I can't do it. You can't do it. You can't I'm focus too hyper. on nothing, basically. No, because then I'll hear like a dog bark and or it's really silent and I my eyes are closed and I'm like, who's gonna kill me when I'm just <laughs> sitting here? And then I mean, I'm serious. I put an eye mask on because then I was like, wait a minute. What if somebody sneaks up on me and tries to strangle me? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't – I just have – and I have so much going on in my brain. Okay. I actually um, attacked some stranger the other day. You attacked Not physically, but Okay. With verbally. Ver- verbally. Okay. Because – Someone you did not know. No, I did not know them. Okay. But <laughs> – Is that a lie? <laughs> no, I'm not lying. Okay. Um, but I felt like it was well-deserved in, in the moment. Okay. Now, looking back, not so much. Oh, all right. But – 
You know who you are. Sorry, lady. <laughs> what was her reaction? Was she like, what's wrong with you? She left. She just situation. left? Yes. Okay. Well, it happens. Look, I, I happens, believe you. Yeah. You know, you talk yourself into something in your head and it grows and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you don't really have answers. And then it's a new story that maybe wasn't the right story. And mm. then it's somebody else's fault. Okay. All right. There you have it. All right. So... Uh, what are we doing? Thank you, Tyler Henry, for coming on the show. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler Henry, for coming on the show. I'll see you in Malibu. I know how to find you. Um, I love your mom. She's adorable. And I love you both. I want to be their best friend. Except for then I would be nervous all the time. <laughs> that people would want like, listen, honey, I want to tell you something. Yeah. Your uncle <laughs> says that you need to. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, go away. <laughs> no, I love them. They're adorable. And um, well, I'm just so happy that he came here because yeah. he's like a big star to walk in here without a fucking entourage like kind everyone a, else. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a big deal and doesn't act like one. No. Very humble. Change that for him. Right. <laughs> You need to start being rude to people. <laughs> Get some more money and don't take interviews. All right. Well, thanks, Tyler. You're a doll. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.